Hey guys, you're listening to Drunken Uncultured. We are a drinking problem masquerading as a pop culture podcast. I'm Lindsay. I'm Stephanie. And we are back for the second installment of the Not Summer Drinking Series. Yeah, that's still a mouthful of a name, but we're standing by it because it is cold. (laughs) And it's not summer. Mostly because it's cold. Yeah. Um, So this week, or this month I guess, um, we went to Corridor Brewery and Provisions. Uh, This is over in... They call it the Southport Corridor, which... It's like Lakeview. Yeah, it's like pretty much Lakeview. You can walk to Wrigley Field from here. Yeah. Um, it's like on Southport, right by... It's actually right by the Southport Brown Line, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we got there. We actually walked there from... Um, replay. Technically DMK, but yeah, Replay. I mean, you can take the Brown Line, Red Line. Yeah, we It's very walked. easy to get there. We just walked. Um, so we actually picked up a Crowler this go-around. Um... This beer is called Johnny Sour Seed. It's a kettle sour with Macintosh apples. Um, I'm going to read their description of it. It says, The apple didn't fall far from the tree on this brew. In fact, the apple fell right into our fermenter. 167 pounds of them, actually. The tart and sweet mouthfeel from the Macintosh apples are matched by soft toffee aromas from caramel malt in the mash. A caramel apple pop apple pop in liquid form for you the apple of our eye so that's our description it's 7.2 percent uh 25 that's such a goofy description it's a really goofy goofy description um 25 ibus it is yeah you said that 0.2 percent so yeah all right let's crack this open um so note on corridor they really own that just exploded on me um, they really only do, like, they don't really do, like, to-go beer. It's just crowlers. Like crowler, growler. Crowlers, yeah. yeah. Their um, crowlers are cute, though. Yeah, and they're pretty reasonably priced. Like, this one was 15 13 That's not um, bad. Which I think is pretty reasonably priced for a crowler. Also, like they a fill it very high, so. Yeah. It's, like, overflowing out of the can. So, like, the smell, um, aroma is very apple-y, like, right off the bat. Mm-hmm. I smell, like, it full-on smells like a caramel apple to me. It does. Like, fermented caramel apples, but... Still, it smells like caramel apple. Yeah. Ooh. This holds up really well. This does. It. We got this about a week ago. Yeah. Um, a little bit less than a week ago, actually. Um. Wow. Yeah. That's dangerous. I forgot how dangerous this one yeah, was. Yeah, it's so... It doesn't taste as heavy as it is. It, it tastes... Al- it also doesn't taste very sour, so it's it very doesn't. easy to drink. The tartness very, is, like, apple Very reminiscent of just, like, regular apple cider, not even, yeah. like, cider beer. Like, straight-up apple, apple cider yeah, that you would get, sure. like, an orchard. Yeah, not... Yeah. No, I was gonna say not even, like, hard cider, but, like, this literally just tastes like something you'd go to... Yeah, an apple, the apple like, orchard. Yeah. And, like, get a jug of cider. Yep. Um, and that's what it tastes like. Yup. The malts are really nice because it gives it, like, that caramely sweet flavor. Yeah. But not overly sweet, so it's, like, still kind of tart enough to cut that sweetness. And for it being a kettle sour, like I already mentioned, it's not... You don't get the sourness. No, I think the sourness comes across more like a tart flavor. Yeah, it's like a tart so like, apple. Right. But, like, how apples can be tart mm-hmm. in that way. Like, it tastes like an apple. Yeah. It's very, very true to the flavor profile they're trying to hit with this. Oh, yeah. I mean, they did a great job with it. 
Man, this beer is good. Yeah, it's really good. Okay, let's talk about, um, before we get into the rest of the beers that they had, let's mention... Yeah, so it's not a huge space. I think they actually have an outdoor patio, but obviously it's... Winter. Cold as shit, so... Or not winter, but... Not summer anymore. Kind of winter. It's obviously not summer anymore. Well, we've had snow and ice, so it's winter is here. It's very, like, rustic looking. So they have very themed after, like, bicycles. Mm -hmm. So They have exposed brick, but it's really cool because, like, you can see their kettles and, um, like, their hoppers in the front. Against that, um, like exposed brick so it gives it like kind of an industrial rustic feel they also have one section of it is all like this really cool wallpaper Mm -hmm. and then their beer menu they give you like a physical menu but like on the wall and when the day we were there it was uh cleaned off but normally they have like fun little pictures drawn for all the beers that they have on draft got it interesting um yeah we sat at the bar um they have food, but we had just eaten, so we did not get food. Mm-hmm. But I have had their food before, and they do, like, pizzas and sandwiches. Yeah. Um, and then they have some fun appetizers. Like, I almost ordered it just because I know it's so good, even though I was super full from eating dinner beforehand. Um, they have, it's cheese curds and cauliflower with buffalo sauce. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, it's really good. That and then they good. do a Brussels sprout and bacon pizza that's super good. Their pizza's solid. They do some cool collaborative work as well. Um, we didn't have the any collaborative beers. Uh, they didn't have any the day we were there, but I've seen them do some unique work on their collaborative stuff as well. Um, yeah, so they actually had a collaboration while we were there that they were sold out of that we really wanted to try. Um, it's Moon Muffin. It's a double dry hopped IPA that they did with Illuminated. Um, it sounded really good. They said it has a... Like a fruity... Purple, no, it says... Purple fruity pebbles soak through the mangoes and fruits. Yep. Um, so that sounded really good, but unfortunately they were out. So what we actually did is we split a flight when yeah. we went. Um, yeah, because the flight was basically everything that they had. Yep. So we can go into that now. Yeah, so the first one on the flight was the Johnny Sour Seed, which we obviously are drinking now. Yep. Um, the next one was Wizard Fight. It's an it's an American IPA. That one is six point two percent and sixty IBU. So it's a mosaic and citra hopped beer with um, a little bit of Columbus and Amarillo. Yep. That one was like a run of the mill IPA. I remember it being yeah. a little bit less hoppy and a little bit more musky. Yeah, it was pretty flavor. musky, which I don't think I was expecting. I wasn't either. With the mosaic in there, I don't think I was prepared for it to be like a more piney, musky, yep. earthy flavor. Um, it was very, it was very simple. Yeah. Um, honestly, it's a nice, simple. If you're yeah. into like the more piney. It, this actually, I would say, would be good if you're used to drinking, like, a piney lager and yeah. want to try an IPA. I think this would be a good place to start. Yeah, I think it's a good way to phrase that. Because that's what you traditionally get in, like, a lager beer. And yeah. that's what sometimes you and I struggle with with lager beers is the amount of maltiness and pininess. Yeah. And for this being an IPA, uh, mm-hmm. be an easy transition. Yep. The next one um, I actually liked quite a bit. Um, it was called the Pucker Sunch. Um, this is a sour double dry hopped IPA. It's a 6.1% ABV and 20 IBU, so it's pretty mellow. Um, this one is um, sour bright citrus and soft tropical fruit 
they did a kettle sour technique in this one as well. And it's also like a hazy IPA. It's yeah. got cashmere hops, tangerine, and lemon zest. So that one I really liked. So I actually did like this one. What's interesting for me is that um, I don't like sours, and I really loved their sours. Honestly, one, yeah, that's fair. You're not a huge sour drinker, no, but you I were really theirs. impressed with both of theirs. Um, this one I feel like was less sour than it was IPA. But it wasn't, like, hoppy like an IPA was. You it mean was... it was more sour than it was IPA? Sorry, yes. Yeah, this one was more sour than I thought IPA. Like, I got more of the sour side than I did of the IPA. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just because they just they only use cashmere hops, so yeah. you don't get a ton of hoppy flavor, which right. it was kind of nice. I think the IPA flavor, I think the way they do their sours in general just kind of mellows them out because yeah. they use the kettle sour method. Yeah. Um, so it's not super acidic. They're not, like, They're very approachable. Dry. Exactly, yeah. I actually really liked, um, this one had a nice tangerine flavor to mm-hmm. it, and that's the sour flavor I thought was yeah. the most prevalent in it, but I really liked that. You don't see a lot of, like, tangerine being, like, a primary flavor when you think of citrus and beers, yeah. but it Which was is solid. interesting, because tangerine is, like, one of my favorite oranges. Right, agreed. Um, if there's ever a clementine beer, I would be all over that, because clementine is my favorite orange. Of um, the next one was... Low Life. I actually really liked this This was one. an American Light Lager. It was 4.6 ABV and 19 IBU. That one um, was basically like their take on a High Life. Yeah. The um, one thing I will say is this had a more floral mm-hmm. flavor to it than a typical High Life. Yeah. I mean, I think everyone knows what High Life tastes like. But. This one was very drinkable. This was actually my favorite of the night. I loved this. We were actually torn when we were getting a crawler if we wanted to get Low Life or Johnny Sour Seed. And I think that was because we hadn't gotten to Johnny Sour Seed yet. Well, you had. Or I hadn't. I yeah. hadn't, yeah. Um, it was... Low Life was great. Low Life was really great. Honestly, it was super crisp flavors. It had a nice floral flavor to it and just a little bit of sweetness to it that yeah. made it super drinkable. Yeah, it was crushable. It was really, It was really fucking good. Yeah. The next one was um, a light saison called Little Grays, 4.2% ABV, 20, 28 IBU. Um, this was a pretty... It was... I feel like the flavor profile was really interesting because it has like a peppery flavor. It had more of like um, astringent yeah. flavors to it Yeah, um, between like the pepper and the spice uh, the clove. I so will say, was... so it didn't taste too heavy on any of those flavors. No. It was interesting that they were used and you could tell a little bit, but I think I had expected more of those flavors mm-hmm. to come through while drinking it. And it kind of, you know, like mellowed out yeah. those flavors. It reminded me of like almost like a, a tea steeped yeah. flavor. So it was similar to like Earl Grey, in my opinion. <laughs> really? The beer called Little Grays is similar to an Earl Grey tea. I don't know if that's what they were attempting. Doesn't say anything like that, so. Whatever. Um, <laughs> that one actually was my least favorite of the night. I think that was my least favorite as well. I think it was just because, and I like Saison's, I think it's because I really wanted more of the like tea flavors yeah. to come through. And I, I just, thought it was just a little bit too mellow. Yeah, I feel like that one kind of fell flat where like yeah. they they held back a little bit. On the flavor profile, yeah, and they could have gone a little bit further and really. I really hit. would have liked to have felt more of the tea and like yeah. those spice flavors in there because yep, I, I think a peppery and clove saison sounds fantastic. 
I would agree. So the last one that we had um, is a Belgian breakfast breakfast stout called this Freaky one was Deaky. Tasty. It's ten uh, percent ABV and thirty IBU. I like this one. So it's coffee, molasses, and cherry wood malt. Um, it had like a obviously the breakfast stout, so espresso, maple syrup, and it was brewed with tugboat Peruvian coffee. So if you are familiar with tugboat at all. The smell like bean spirit by um, oh that's right. is tugboat coffee. Yeah, as well. I forgot about that. Yeah, um, that one was really good. So it I liked that one. That was a, a really nice breakfast out. It had a nice like I liked the molassesy molassesy yeah, yeah flavor. That's what I liked in that. A lot. Um, but it, like like a breakfast out, it drank mm-hmm. pretty smoothly and pretty um, light. For, like for it being 10%, texture, it yeah. was such an easy-to-drink breakfast okay. out. It wasn't too thick. It wasn't heavy. Um, yeah, I liked that it didn't feel heavy. Yeah, whenever it didn't you're, feel like Whenever 10%. you're drinking a 10% beer, and I've had breakfast outs that still feel mm-hmm. like it's 10%, yeah. but as we were like drinking it, it was very easy to drink. Agreed. Also, that molasses flavor was just great. Loved it. I don't know why. That was kind of weird that you did that, but Okay. So the other, they had three other, well, they had one other beer that we didn't try that was actually on draft that night. Um, it was called Smiling Shadows. It's an imperial stout that was 12% ABV. Um, they age it for seven months in four rose bourbon barrels. So this one, they, according to the description that we have, um, it was notes of bourbon, dark chocolate, espresso, dark cal- caramel, and a hint of dark fruit. Um, sounded super complex and roasty, but it honestly, sounded really we were, good. We were just super full at that point. Yeah. And like, it was a Sunday, so we had to go home. Yeah, actually, at this point, we had to go home and did not want to finish our night in a 12% beer to have to get up to yeah. go to work the next morning. Yeah. Um, so. Honestly, I would try this one. Though, I would too. It sounds. Whenever we go back. It sounds We gotta go back so you can get the food. Yeah. You gotta get have food. Yeah. But I mean, I like the beers. Yeah. Um, having, like, I'm. Really other stuff I've sours. had of theirs in the past has been really good too. Yeah, I'm really impressed with their sours. So I like I want to go back and try other sours yeah. that they brew up because I I really love I really loved the two that they had on tap. They do some nice work, and they didn't have them on draft the day we were there, but they have some really nice hazy IPAs. Okay, so that's also what they're pretty well known for. Yeah. So what I think is really interesting about that, on that note, about them having hazy IPAs and not having any of them on, um, is that they only had one IPA. Yeah. And one stout, which yeah. is really interesting for the season. Yeah. Um, or I guess one style of permanent menu, one special stout. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess two IPAs, but like only one traditional IPA. Yeah. Um, which is kind of rare to see in general this time this time of year. Yeah. They had um, like a good variety of different beers and they obviously don't have like a huge tap list. Yeah. Um, so it was nice to see like a variety of different styles. I do I do appreciate the amount of variety they're trying to do with their beers. Yeah, and they hit most of them pretty well. Yeah, yeah, I was impressed. I mean, I want to go back. I haven't been in a long time before this, so yeah. I mean, I would go back for sure. It's pretty easy to get to as well. Yeah, it's a great spot. Definitely worth checking it out. Yep. Um, cool. So check out Corridor if you're ever in. What is it called? What'd you call it? I think they call it the Southport Corridor. Southport Corridor, a.k.a. Lakeview. Lincoln Park, Lakeview, Lincoln Park, all Lakeview. that. Um, Wrigleyville. Check it out. Yeah. Um, and I think that covers Yeah, I think that episode. about wraps it for this, this installment. Yep. Um, cool. Uh, 
Bye.